Because as we discussed last time, the uh, concept of Schar Shabbos, which means that it's prohibited to receive money for work that's done on Shabbos. And uh, we said that this is true, uh, meaning that the prohibition is true even if the work is permitted on Shabbos, even if there's no violation of Shabbos involved at all. You're not allowed to benefit from work which you did on Shabbos. And the uh, great example, the classic example is given, that if someone babysits for someone else on Shabbos, there's no prohibition involved yet. You are not allowed to make money off of work that you did on Shabbos. Now, there are ways that this would be permitted. There are ways to um, be able to get money. And the most common method used in order to make sure that someone would be able to get paid for work which they do is the concept of havla. Havla, which literally means to absorb or to swallow in, means that if the work involves work both on Shabbos and not on Shabbos, so if that's part of the system that's in place, then you're allowed to get paid in one lump sum even though it includes work which is done on Shabbos. However, this is greatly misunderstood and requires a lot of clarification. You cannot, if you owe me, if uh, you're a handyman, and you come to the house on Tuesday, and you uh, fix the sink, and then also on Shabbos, you come to my house, and uh, you help clean up the house after uh, a, a kiddush that was in the house, and it just so happens you've done two jobs. I can't say, well, listen, I owe you money for Tuesday, and I owe you money for Shabbos. That's, that's not law. Those are two separate jobs. And the same thing would, may, may even be true if someone babysits on Tuesday, and then they babysit on Shabbos. You can't say, well, since I owe you for two days, um, therefore I can include them both, because they are two separate hirings. Only if, when we, I originally hire you, I say, I'd like you to come by and babysit, for um, you know Tuesday, Thursday, and Shabbos, and then then I can um, so th- that this would apply, for example, and we're going to get more into specifics about this. But where this would be permitted is where you have shuls that have children's programming. So in, even though the majority of the work is being done on Shabbos, the postkim do say that since, and this has to be part of the original contract, we don't want you to just show up on Shabbos and do the, watch the kids. We want you before Shabbos to plan out the games that you're going to play and whatever programs you're going to run. We want, we want to see a, a lesson plan, so to speak. Um, so there you would have similar issues. It has to be, if they're only working on, on, on Shabbos, you'd have similar things. So the chazan does, if he doesn't prepare, even if he's the world's biggest chazan, he has to do preparation, he has to um, look things up. These are things, and once there's, that's part of the contract, then that would be considered havla, and in that case you'd be allowed to get paid for Shabbos as well.